Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Amanda McCormack. I am a whole bunch of things. I'm a registered yoga teacher, a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach, and I'm also a women's coaching specialist. So in this podcast, we like to take deep dives into different wellness topics, products, and methods that help you feel better mentally, physically, and spiritually. So I believe that happiness is a journey and that this podcast is here to help you navigate through that journey. So each week, we're going to explore different paths to happiness and bring them to you. So in today's episode, we are going to explore what is holding you back. We're going to work on discovering our core beliefs and values and actionable ways to break through them. So we're basically talking about limiting beliefs and breaking through resistance. And the whole topic about limiting beliefs isn't just like being oh overly positive and changing your mindset, but it's about being conscious of where you are putting your thoughts, where you are putting your focus and the awareness of where you have been putting it. The reason why this is important in any way and you're like, why should I care about limiting beliefs? It's stuff that's in your subconscious. So it's things that maybe you're not aware of, but every action you do is pretty much controlled by what you believe. What you believe to be true in many forms is why you feel certain emotions, is why you take certain actions, is why you don't take certain actions or you're not feeling a certain emotion that you want to feel. It's because there's something in your brain that's programmed. And we're going to go through this episode. I'm going to break down what limiting beliefs are. So we're going to understand what they are and how that they can hold us back. We're going to have a discussion of a little bit of our core values and how they relate to our goals and our desires. And then I'm going to actually give you examples that you can use. And it's simple. It's nothing crazy. Um, I remember watching a lot of like TED Talks and reading books on this. And everyone's like, these are simple things. Are they easy? They can be, but most of the time we even have a resistance to wanting to do them. So it's going to take a lot of reflecting, but it's going to open your eyes to things that you have never noticed before of yourself. You're going to find the answers to why you're doing certain things and you're going to understand that you're not crazy, (laughs) that things can come to you, whether that's something that let's say you're manifesting or a goal and you're having trouble reaching it. Sometimes when your beliefs are program the way they are in your head it's going to be hard for you to actually get to those goals even though you're taking steps because your body and your mind believe one thing and then you're trying to do another but you're not changing that belief so that belief can actually be holding you back and we're going to learn about them today we're going to learn how to actionably take steps to flip our beliefs to something that aligns with what you actually want so this episode can actually help you get to your goals especially if you implement what we talk about consistently it could really change your life. And I'm not being dramatic or being like salesy, but like it really can. And I'm going to expl- um, share some of my own personal stories as well so that you can see how it's changed my life and how it can help you. So limiting beliefs are deeply held beliefs that we have about ourselves, about others and about the world around us. And these beliefs can be positive or negative, but they often hold us back from achieving our goals and living the life that we actually desire. So for like an example, someone may hold a limiting belief that they are not smart enough to to succeed in a particular field. And maybe that's something they don't even know, which can prevent them from actually pursuing a career in that field. And like I said, they may not even know it because these beliefs are often unconscious and we may not even realize that we're holding them. So that's why having the awareness and asking yourself some of the questions and doing some of the work I'm gonna talk about in this episode make an impact because you may not actually know it that you have these beliefs. So it's important to identify and address these limiting beliefs in order to break through the resistance that we have and create an actual positive change in our life. Our beliefs run the show. Our beliefs control 
our behavior. So think about it. The easiest way, without even deep diving into any like journaling questions or anything like too crazy, easiest way to find out a belief that you have about the world, about somebody else, about yourself, is whatever you get upset about is what you believe. If there's something that you get upset about, it's challenging one of your beliefs. So if you can take a second and even think about something that upsets you, that might be a category where you have a belief about something. Because again, the driver behind everything you do is the beliefs that we have programmed in our head. And these beliefs come from many different things in our life. And the reason that I'm sharing this um, episode with you now, I found myself thinking about my beliefs again because I noticed that I had limiting beliefs. I can kind of pinpoint and I will talk about it in a few moments, but I can pinpoint my different limiting beliefs from different time periods more easily now because you can look back. So looking back at the past can help you find the limiting beliefs that you had then. And you're like, damn, that makes so much sense why I wasn't going after something or why this same thing kept coming to me, like the same type of circumstance kept coming into my life. It wasn't coming into your life. You were actively almost pursuing it because of what you believed. But when I was writing this episode, I noticed like I was starting to go into my limiting beliefs and answering some of the questions that I talk about in this episode. And I was uncovering new ones that I have now. So I I find that no matter where you are in your journey, um, your spiritual journey, your happiness journey, your self-improvement journey, it's always good to almost ask these questions that we're going to talk about today and do like a little checkpoint every few months to see where you're at. Maybe if an old limiting belief, an old pattern is coming up or if there's a new pattern emerging, like it's always good to go in and just kind of like do a little checkup on yourself, you know, because I definitely had patterns that I don't think I have anymore. And I might have some new ones that have surfaced up because of my new experiences in the past few years. So I'm going to give some examples about me. So you get to know a little bit more about me and my troubles in the past few years. And maybe that can also help you come up with some of your own. Okay, before I dive in about my backstory and your entertainment for getting to listen to my stories. Um, I want to say one more thing before I give examples, because I feel like this also might help it click. So I believe this quote was originally from Tony Robbins, but it stuck with me forever. Basically, he said that a belief is having certainty about what something is. Your brain believes 100%. The word certainty is what you should equate a belief to. So he actually gave an example And (laughs) this one's really funny, actually. But he gave an example that if you have a belief that you can't walk across fire because you'll burn, there's no way you're going to do it. Why would you walk across fire if you know you're going to burn? You know, that's a very literal example. But our brains kind of do the same thing with other situations. You know, we won't go for a certain type of career because somebody told us when we were younger that that career makes no money. And you grew up knowing I can't do that career, even though I enjoy it because it makes no money because people reinforce that idea and it's in the back of your mind. So you're not going to go for it, you know? So if you also believe you have no control over a situation, you'll likely do nothing about it because in your mind, it's out of your field. You know, you have a belief that you literally can't do anything because you have no control. But these beliefs, this is why we got to question it. They usually get put in our head by somebody else, by a TV show, (laughs) by school teachers that you hated in the fourth grade, by your best friend in high school, by your parents who told you something. So these things just kind of stick in the back of our head like a little sticky sponge, just kind of like soaking up all this information without you noticing. But it's affecting your literal day to day decisions, how you feel about yourself, your confidence and all of that. So again, a belief is having a certainty about what something is. And the reason I said the fire example was funny, 
because I never covered that. And I think that just made me sound like a maniac for a second. But Tony Robbins used to have these retreats. He would like get a group of people for a weekend and he would use that example that I just gave you about like the fire where like who here believes like you can't walk across fire. And then like everyone obviously would raise their hand and be like, yeah, no, I'm going to burn. And then within like three days, he would do a bunch of mindset work on them and help them like dig stuff up and like reprogram. And like, I guess as their graduation, this man would have them like walk across flames or something like that, but they would do it and they would come out like unscathed with like no burns. Now, this episode, medical disclaimer, please don't do that. I don't know if my 20 minute episode is going to do that for you, but you know, it shows that like you literally can change your mindset about things and like your body can even like physically have a reaction, which is crazy. So if that's achievable, we can totally get rid of like the part of your brain that's telling you that you can't attract like a new partner or something like that. You know, we can, we can scale it back and make it a little more personable for you because he has some crazy examples of how this worked on a larger scale. So of course we can make it work for us. You know, thank you, Tony Robbins for that crazy example. So most people are certain of their limitations over their assets, over the things that they have. So a lot of their beliefs are going to be including like the ones I'm about to tell you that I had. Um, and I still have a bunch. These are just some prominent examples that I literally worked through. I did this type of journaling on and I was able to like push through them. But most of the time we focus on the negative. We're going to focus on our limitations instead of what we can do. So there's a quote, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Because whatever you're focusing on, that's where your belief lays, you know, wherever your mind is believing, that's what you're actually capable of doing at that moment. And so you shift your perspective and you change your beliefs. So for my examples, I'm just going to spitball a bunch of things that come up for me that have come up for me doing journaling. One of the things I almost... I think I gave you the example on it. It was about choosing a career. So I grew up and I was always good at art. I was in school. I literally was like in advanced art programs all the way up until um, my last year of high school. And I was thinking about going to school and going to college for art. I also wanted to go to school for comedy. <laughs> and I had two people tell me stuff. And I, I was very like insecure at that age. But I internalized it so much that I didn't pursue either of those things or even think I could because of what other people told me in a way and it stuck with me and I never really thought about it until now. So like my parents always told me like there's no money in art. Like so I just never went for it because I just kept hearing that reinforced. And then I remember saying I wanted to like intern for SNL and my uncle like told me this comment about like, I don't know, it was like his own views on SNL but like it ruined it for me and it's not blaming them but it's just something I internalized and then I just kept getting it reinforced because I started to believe it and I would see like proof of that. I would see like TV shows all of a sudden I was like noticing all the struggling like actors and like artists and like it was reinforcing the ideas but it's because I believed it and I kept almost looking out for it. Not that I knew it, but my subconscious was like looking out for it in TV shows. Like it was a TV show I was going to watch regardless, but I was just really hyper focusing on at least subconsciously, like the people who were going through the careers and like they were failing. And I was just like, oh, yep, that's that's how it's supposed to work. You know, so that's one example. Um, I have another one, too, about career that's a little different. So one limiting belief that I had, it was about money. I grew up and my parents, like they've always done overtime with the types of jobs they have. My dad's a fireman. So whenever he needs more money, he'll do overtime shifts. My mom's a teacher and she used to do like after school programs or like summer work. And 
they'd always come home and like complain about the fact they had to do that work, but like that work gave them extra money. So it kind of put this like limiting belief in my head that if I wanted more money, I had to work a lot of hours or like I needed to jump on overtime or like jump on covering shifts whenever I could. And I didn't debunk that for years, but I noticed like a pattern in every job I had, like I was always overexerting myself because the second somebody needed coverage, well, I also was a people pleaser. So that, (laughs) that ties into it too. But I would always say yes. I would always say yes. Cause in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get so much money by doing this. But I was always like so burnt out or like I would spend the money because I was doing like double shifts. So I'd spend the money on like a huge lunch and I would like use up the money that I earned that day. Or like I was just working myself to the point where I wasn't enjoying the jobs I was doing. When I was teaching F45 classes, it was similar. I used to always like take on coverages at one of those studios I worked at. And like it took the fun out of it for me because I was just there so much. Like I was doing morning shifts and evening shifts and like I was hating my job or like hating something that was happening, but I wasn't noticing that it's because I had a pattern. And the reason I had this pattern was because I had this belief in my head that, and it was like guiding me like a ghost. Like I didn't know this is what was guiding me. It was guiding me that I literally associated money with, I had to work grueling hours to get money, you know, not like, work smarter, work harder, that type of thing. Like I was working harder, (laughs) not smarter at all. And I was like burning myself out and I would blame it on other things. I would blame it on people. Like I would be like, I hate my boss or whatever. And it was mostly because I was the one accepting these shifts, but I was accepting them because I thought I had to. I had like no time for my own like creative endeavors. And then I would complain I had no time, but like it all streamlined from this one belief I had about money. Like I couldn't possibly see other opportunities other ways I could get money other things because all I could think about was like if I want money I have to work really hard long hours and take overtime and take extra shifts the longer I work the better if I not brag about it but if I'm tired that's like a good thing you know I grew up with that I grew up with people being tired people overexerting themselves but that's how you get money So that was a pattern that I saw in like several of my jobs like I would always take on more than I could because I thought it would get me more money. More of my time meant more money and it (laughs) never did. And then I never had money and I was like, what is happening? I'm doing so much work, I'm putting in so much time, but it was because I had this belief. And once I found that belief out, then I was able to kind of work on it a bit and change it. But I really was almost, I wasn't helpless, but I thought I was helpless, but there was a secret belief like running the show. This one's gonna be fun to talk about. (laughs) I don't think I've shared this before. So I had a, relationship type thing pattern coming up because of belief I had about myself I had like a self-worth thing so when I was younger I would (laughs) this is so weird to talk about but I'm gonna do it because maybe you'll relate um I would always I would always attract like guys that like only like me for my body type thing and then I just was like in this big cycle like this circle where like I just felt like an object all the time but that's because like of a view I had of myself like I was really insecure and to make up for it like I was like starving myself at points and then I was like eating a lot at points like macros and like bulking and like I was all in and out of those phases and like secretly since I cared so much about my body and my belief was like my body is all I have in a way I was attracting people that like or like I would 
subconsciously reaffirm it with people who like thought the same thing which was so weird because like I kept having these issues I was like why do I keep finding these like horrible men <laughs> like where are they coming from like who is setting them out to me and I actually had to do a lot of self-work to like overcome that pattern oh man this is like from the time I was like 18 to like or maybe like 21 18 to 21 I was like what is happening like lock these guys up these are <laughs> where are they coming from and yeah but from that I was able to like reflect introspect and find out my patterns and it was my own it was like a self-worth body image issue and once I like got through that then my relationship stuff changed as well so those are two things I didn't think were related same thing like the other example where I thought I like hated my boss but meanwhile it was me like taking on all the extra shifts and burning myself out so that's what I'm saying like your beliefs can be running the show in areas like you don't even know they are so let's get into it on how we can overcome these beliefs how we can first off notice them get the awareness so I'm going to give you some questions give you some examples and some little homework that you can try yourself to uncover these beliefs you know you can try these questions and these activities we can call them this week and just see what comes up and maybe subconsciously like the more you do it things will like pop up randomly and just like write them down in your notes if you ever get like a spark of inspiration this week while doing these write it down because it's a journey you know everything's not going to happen overnight but again having the awareness is the first step and most of the time it'll be mind-blowing you're like what this is why I can't do xyz like this belief that I have that came from like this random time it's all about going within to find these answers and basically improve your life from it we made it to the good part of the episode I'm not just going to talk about theory we're going to jump right into how to actually do this so if you can either bookmark this episode or take out a journal or just like swipe up your notes app some of the things I'll talk about are going to be actual questions at least come back to it if you can't do it now I sound like a textbook You're, you know when a textbook is like read it first and then come back and highlight or come back and take notes like that's what this episode is though because I'm going to give you questions and things so if you're driving or listening to this like in a way where you can't write it down just come back to this part of the episode later today or tomorrow it's going to be like five minutes of information okay not too much but these questions are really going to help you out I promise you can journal on these questions you can meditate with one of these questions or you can just like think about one question while you're on a walk or in the shower so you don't have to actually do journaling if you don't like it that's not what this is but you need to ask yourself these questions to get answers to push through this resistance so if you're ready here we go the first thing I want you to do is ask yourself who am I currently and you're gonna create a list you're just gonna free write it or you're gonna like list things off in your head however you're doing this and just notice how you describe yourself. Maybe set a timer for like three minutes or just write out what you can. Who am I currently? Okay. And then we're going to observe what you wrote. We're going to see how you describe yourself. Maybe you can spot some limiting vocabulary or you can um, identify the ways that your, your ego is identifying as. So for example, um, I didn't give this before. I wanted to give an example about this as well. But another limiting belief I had was I was having trouble finding a job because I didn't think I was good enough and I would always like compensate. So when people would ask about me, I would be like, because I was almost ashamed. I know this sounds crazy, but like I was ashamed for like taking a little bit of an unconventional path. So when I was working as a personal trainer right out of school, 
and I went to school for like an MBA, um, I felt like judgment from people. But again, it was just judgment for myself. But I would always like compensate for being like, oh, I'm a personal trainer with, oh, I'm a personal trainer, but I'm looking for a marketing job. Like I would always say that. And if you asked me this question a few years ago, I think I would write that down. I would write like, I'm a personal trainer, but I'm looking for this or I'm this, but I'm this, you know, like I would give a lot of like disclaimers because I had an issue there about a belief about myself. So again, ask yourself, who am I currently? And then you can either create a list or write a paragraph and just go through it and notice the ways that you limit yourself or that you absolutely identify yourself as. Because sometimes, again, a belief is a certainty. If we identify ourselves as something, it could be positive, it could be negative, but just notice how you answer the question, who am I currently? And you can even go through it if you want to circle like the negative or positive ones, maybe like take a red marker and like circle the negative ones or like circle and underline them. Just having that awareness of how you view yourself, how you're answering this question of who I am, that can really pull out some of your beliefs. Another question to ask yourself would be, how am I showing up? So thinking of the way that you show up and maybe you can do a category. So how do I show up in my career, in my family, in my relationships, even doing the hobbies that you enjoy and just analyze what you say about yourself. Don't think too much on it. Just free write if anything and just see what comes up because sometimes when you're free writing more things will come up as well. But just noticing the I am like, what do you identify as? You know, how am I showing up here? How am I showing up in my career? You can write like. I'm trying to think what I would say or something in my career. Like I would say like, oh, I'm a creator. I'm this and that. And then in my head, I'd be like, when I go back, I'd be like, okay, I identify as a creator, but maybe you might write something negative, positive. There's no right or wrong. So it's just getting aware of what you think about yourself. Moving on from question number two, this one's a really fun one. This is where we get a little bit out of the awareness and more into visualizing or getting your goals and dreams down. What beliefs are needed to support me in living the life that I desire? So if you think about yourself, if you did like a visualization of you see yourself doing what you want to do, like your dream, and don't be ashamed of what it is or think it's too big or too small. What beliefs would that person need to have to support the life that they're living? Because that's the life that you desire. So what are the beliefs that that person has about themselves? Do they view themselves as creative? Do they view themselves as somebody who can talk to somebody else? You know, if you're afraid of talking to people, do they view themselves as confident? Do they view themselves as this? So just writing the list down of what the ideal version of you, what are their beliefs? What are the beliefs that you need to support you living the life that you desire? You can also ask to get a little clearer on that person. Who do I want to start showing up as? And you can do that by little tasks. Like you can write down, who do I want to start showing up as? I want to start showing up as a person that works out every morning. I want to start showing up as the person that makes time for self-care. I want to start showing up as the person that puts aside time to do the things I'm passionate about. You know, whatever comes up, you don't even have to phrase it the way I am. Again, everything here, I would love for you just to free write. Just let whatever wants to come out, come out. And in any of these questions, just start to look at the words you use to limit yourself. That's what I want you to do with the first group of questions. What are the words that you use to limit where you are now? And then just notice what are the things that you wanna replace them with. And those last group of questions will really help you get keen and notice what you desire, what you wanna replace them with. 
That was the first group of questions. The second group of questions have to do with a different topic. So it's not looking at the past. It's not looking at what you identify as, but it has to do with your feelings. So your feelings are an indicator of your belief. If you've ever heard of the emotional guidance scale, which has been used by a lot of different authors, especially when it comes to like manifestation, I know like Esther Hicks, um, Abraham, all the um, asking it is given those books, they are the beginners, like the, the people who invented it basically, that's those guys. Um, Gabby Bernstein also uses the emotional guidance scale in a lot of her books. And basically, and it's going to sound very simple, but sometimes we don't think of this, your emotions are almost like a compass. They can point you in the right direction. When you feel good about something, that's something that's aligned with you. When you feel bad about something, like bad emotions, anger, sadness, guilt, shame about something, that means it's probably not for you or not like on your path. So when you look at emotions and feelings as indicators or like helpers, you can think about your feelings being good no matter where they lay on the spectrum. Your feelings can also tell you about where your current beliefs stand. So when you're angry or you feel sad about a person, a problem, a situation, stepping back and asking yourself, what would I have to believe to feel this way will help you uncover your beliefs about something. So you can think of some situations that make you feel angry or sad or guilty or whatever those feelings are that you associate like negatively. And again, asking yourself or journaling this out, what would I have to believe about this person, problem, situation, or yourself to feel this way? Because again, your beliefs are backing up your feelings. So that's a good way to find out in a kind of different sense what your beliefs are. The reason that this kind of happens, if you want a little bit more of like a background on it, is like your feelings show you where your current belief system is. It's showing you how you are seeing the world. So you can use your current emotions, the current emotional state that you have now, to pinpoint what the beliefs are behind it. So that's actually the first step to getting a new perspective, a new alignment, and a new life, pretty much. Your emotions are a record of the past. So when you're feeling something in your body, your body's pretty much reliving it and having the same experience in the past, which is why that subconscious part of your brain is like triggered. And that's what like the force is. Your body is reliving an emotion that the original event pretty much or events, repeated of events that kind of gave you that subconscious pattern. So that's why emotions are really cool to tap into them and see what you're basically holding behind those emotions. Oh, yeah, I really I just love it because it sounds so simple, but it's just something you never thought of. I just want to like reiterate it again that your feelings show you what your beliefs are. Your feelings are a guidance scale. It tells you when you feel good about something that's aligned with you. When you feel bad or negative emotions about something, you know that it's not for you. And you can look at that like all of your feelings are good. They're showing you something. They're leading you to a certain way. So again, when you feel those negative emotions, if you're sad, angry about a person, a place or a situation, ask yourself, what would I have to believe to feel this way? And you can start to uncover the beliefs that you have about the world, about other people, by just tapping into your own everyday feelings. I just really want to drive home those groups of questions in today's episode. I feel like I can go more into this topic. We can go into other actionable steps and things in the future. But I really want you to do that as like homework this week. Ask yourself those two groups of questions, the questions about what you identify as and the questions about what your feelings are telling you. And the thing about limiting beliefs and based on tons of research because different people who are like 
talking about this all the time, like Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howe, Jay Shetty, and Tony Robbins, they all talk about just getting momentum. So you're going to start to develop new beliefs with momentum. And then momentum will give you results, which helps reprogram that quote unquote certainty. So getting the momentum going by just doing these journaling prompts, asking yourself these questions, just getting the awareness, getting your footing on where your beliefs stand, that alone starts the momentum, you know? And like I said, based on their studies, their books, everything, the momentum is what gives you the results. That's what's going to help reprogram that belief in your mind, that certainty that you have about something. Ugh, I have a bonus question too, if you want to add it in to your lot, because it ties into a little bit of what we spoke about in both categories. I just didn't know where to put it. Think about a goal that you have struggled with and ask yourself, in order to not follow through on these goals, what did I have to say to myself? What did I have to rationalize to not do it? That's where you're going to find what is stopping you. That's where you're going to uncover that limiting belief. So again, asking yourself about a goal or a dream or something like that example I gave, why didn't I follow through on going to art school or kind of pursuing the path of like comedy and all that jazz? What did I have to say to myself? What did I have to rationalize with my own brain to not do it? That's also going to help you dig deep and get something out of it. And then if you want to build on it, you can write a new belief afterwards, just kind of like an affirmation practice. Once you find that old belief, you can start to write out a new belief to kind of help program your mind. So if you thought it doesn't make me money, like doing something that makes me happy is not going to make me money. Let's say that's the limiting belief that you had. You can start to write out some new beliefs underneath it that I can be successful, I can have money and still do something I'm passionate about or, you know, change it into an affirmation that resonates with you. That would be a bonus. I don't know. I just wanted to tack that in there. I I know I'm leaving you with like a lot of open-ended questions, literally, but I want you to discover it because nothing that I can say directly to you is going to impact it unless you do the work, you know? Asking yourself these questions is where you're going to find the answers. I can't give you the answers on your actual personal beliefs. Only you can uncover them. And that's what I really want you to do with this episode. Go home, write down in your notes if you're on the road. Not if you're on the road. I meant like if you're not at home. But (laughs) write down like the questions. Take some time this week to answer them. And then we can talk about it. We can open up a conversation on Instagram. I can go into more methods on reprogramming and how to get through it a little bit more if this is something that interests you. But yeah, this might be why maybe some things aren't lining up with you or you're noticing like patterns. You're standing in your own way. And it's not a bad thing because like I said earlier in the episode, the fact that you even listen to this, that you're interested in it and that you want to make the change is how it happens. And all it takes is a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, just having that awareness and that's what you're doing now so don't get down on yourself we're human this is literally how our brains are wired and we can change at any time and that's what we're doing we're building the lives that we want to have we're building the experiences that we want to experience and you're literally on the path to doing that by just realizing that you can change that you can switch these beliefs that they're not literally your beliefs you're not your beliefs they're just things that like stuck onto your brain like a little sponge in the past So I hope this episode, again, has left you with something that maybe you feel inspired, maybe you want to take action on it. And yeah, I can give you tons more resources on books and authors and things like that as well. I'm definitely going to put some stuff in the show notes. So check out the show notes. Um, There's like some TED Talks and YouTube things and my favorite authors and their Instagrams. I'll try to compile a little bit of a list so you have some resources to go off of. And then in the future, I can do another episode going into it a little bit more now that we spent the time to identify 
what our limiting beliefs are. As usual, this Thursday, I will be dropping a meditation that lines up with this topic. So it will be a meditation about overcoming limiting beliefs. So stay tuned for that. If you're watching this episode out of order, it's usually the episode that comes right after. So look up the limiting belief meditation or breaking through resistance. It's going to be titled something like that. Um, And it will be out this Thursday. So this episode drops Monday, August 14th. So it will be out. I'm not, I don't feel like doing the math, but you know, like three or four days after August 14th, (laughs) that's when the meditation will be up, but it lines up with what we're talking about. So if you want another way to add on to these journaling questions, that meditation will help you get clear and release some things and also raise your, your vibration a little bit as well. So that will drop this week. One last little note. I just wanted to stick it in at the end of my podcast. I have a jewelry shop where I make fun little jewelry um, by hand and it is inspired by nature, my travels, astrology. Um, The Instagram is called Happy Hippie Shops. I'll link it below. I have a special code that I'm going to be giving out to anybody that made it to the end of my podcast episode because you deserve it if you made it to the end. So you can use the code Happy Hippie 10 um, on the, the page. It's an Etsy page and you will get 10% off your order. So you can get a necklace for 10% off using the code happy hippie 10 and that will be live today. So if you're listening to this episode, the code is already up and running. So feel free to pick up a cute little necklace. And that's my little thank you for listening to the happy hippie podcast. So again, meditation drops this week, go grab a necklace and I'll talk to you soon.